Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. And always, like I say before, any and every show, make sure if you miss this podcast or any of our other podcasts that we have done with with the 2016 NFL draft class, you can check it out on blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live, or you can check it out on your on your smartphone on either on the Apple Store, I think it's called the Apple iTunes Store. I'm not even sure anymore. On there or even on the Google Play Store, you can uh, search the TuneIn Radio app and uh, download it and then search the TSL Podcast on there. Give us a follow. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate everybody that's been listening to these prospect interviews. They've been really getting some really good reviews and really good, you know, uh, listen, so we really appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to them. Uh, like I said, this is a special edition of the podcast. We're bringing you guys another uh, 2016 NFL Draft Prospect uh, in, uh, interview today, and let's get it underway. Joining me here on the Total Sports Live podcast is, podcast is none other than 2016 NFL Draft Prospect quarterback Will Arndt from Western Connecticut State University. Will, thanks again for joining me on the podcast. How's everything going? Uh, everything's great, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. No problem. Let's get no problem. Glad to have you on. Let's get it underway here. Um, this is the podcast is based here in Philadelphia, so a lot of people might not know about you, your career, and about your school, Western Connecticut State University. Uh, give the, the the listeners a quick introduction about yourself and your career at WCSU. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we're located over in uh, Danbury, Connecticut. Um. I was a uh, four-year starter. Um. When I came into the school, uh, we were actually uh, 0-10, and uh, just two years later, I was a four-year starter. Um, I went 8-2, and won a bowl game and a championship. Um, so we turned things around, the program's on its way up. And uh, so what I'm really happy about is, like, I, it, it, was, uh, it wasn't a great place to play when I went in, and now it's a really popular program that's on the rise. So that's something that I'm, I take a lot of pride in, but... Um, yeah, small school out of uh, Western Connecticut, and, uh, you know, uh, here I am and uh, enjoying every bit of it. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, small school in Western in, uh, in Connecticut. I was supposed to go to Connecticut this summer. Never made it. I wish I did because I hear, I hear good things about the state and how beautiful it is. I should have made it up there. Yep. But like like you said, you, you, you were a four-year starter, and you saw the development of the program from when you were there as a freshman to now leaving, and, you know, let's talk about this season for you and the Colonials. Um, you guys finished 5-5 five five on this season, but it's, def- it's, de- it's definitely a big change from 5-5 five five to when you first got there, when you, like you said earlier, just now, a couple minutes ago. Uh, talk about these 
the season for you and the Colonials and the goals that you had as a team coming in and also the goals you had as an individual, knowing that this will be your final year uh, at, the, at the collegiate level playing quarterback? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, your senior year, you come out with a lot of passion, a lot of a lot of high hopes, um, leaving it all out there. Um, you know, we had we had we had high hopes as a team coming in, and you know, we had a really good squad. Our, our record we were, was something we obviously weren't like super proud of going five and five. But I mean, we were in every single game. We lost a lot of close ones that were that were heartbreakers, man. But you know, that's that's the game, and that's why we play it. So. Uh, you know, hopefully the guys that are still there can can learn from those close games and, and understand how to finish and understand and then also what it takes to win. So, um, you know, I, at the end of the day, I'm, I, I have no regrets because I gave it all I had, um, and I had a and I had a great season and time of my life with my best friend. So, uh, that's something I'm at peace with and I have no regrets about. But obviously, you would have liked to have gone better. No, you're definitely right about that. You would. Definitely like to go out, like you said, you definitely like to go out on a better note. You know, five and five isn't bad, but it's like you said, it wasn't what you guys were hoping for. You guys were hoping, you know, to, you know, have a record over 500, you know, get back, you know, win another bowl game, you know, and, you know, go out, go out on top, especially for you guys as seniors. You know, you definitely uh, want to go out on top. And, I had a chance to look at your uh, look at your film, you know. Uh, I saw it on YouTube. Actually, I had a chance to sit back and watch your film. And for a six five, uh, for a six five quarterback, you're not the uh, you're not the prototypical six five quarterback that people would think when they see a six five quarterback. You know, not only can you yep. get the job done in the pocket, you can act, you actually have some mobility to you. I was like, okay, like this guy can. Uh, he he he, yeah. he gives defenses another thing another thing to think about. And I mean, you had three thousand one hundred. Uh, 3,012 passing yards, 32 touchdowns, five interceptions, 374 rushing yards on the ground, and five touchdowns included with that. Who do you try to model your game after as a quarterback? Because you bring a lot of different skill sets, as I saw on the film. You bring a whole lot of different skill sets to the game of football. Yeah, you know, um, that's that's a good question. You know, you're always looking for a guy to model your game after. And, and, and the, uh, the, the, the position of quarterback is such an evolutionizing position. You see a guy like Cam Newton now who's, you know, maybe changing the mold of the future of quarterbacks. You see Aaron Rodgers, a guy that just has great balance in his game, or Russell Wilson where he's able to use his legs effectively and, and be a threat in that way. Um, I don't know if there's anybody in particular that I, I model my game after. Um, I think that there's guys that you try and take pieces of their game and, and try to incorporate it in your, in your abilities. Um, but for myself, I think – that some of my running ability was because I was a I was a late grower. I played quarterback growing up, but I was kind of a smaller, quicker guy. So I I, mm-hmm. I was more of a skilled runner. So you know, as I as I grew, I grew like seven inches in in two years in high school. So <laughs> um, it was one of those things where I I developed into a pocket pass because of my height, but I had also learned how to run from a young age. So. Um, it's something that's it's a nice tool to use, uh, but obviously at the end of the day you got to get it done in the pocket. No, you're definitely right about that. You kind of had uh, you kind of had the Anthony Davis growth spurt. They always show us Twitter Anthony Davis when he's yeah. in middle school and then just blows up like seven foot. It's like oh quarterback, I'm small now. I'm like six foot five. So you definitely had that growth spurt, and I'm and you gave a great answer to that because we had a. Had a quarterback on last week, and he's then y'all both have the same had the same type of answers, which was you know you try to you try to pick different parts from each quarterback and try to incorporate it. And he mentioned Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers, so you know, like you said, the quarterback position is 
you know, always changing. We see it in the NFL every year. There's always, you know, a quarterback stepping up. There's always, you know, we saw, like I said, last year, Aaron Rodgers get the job done. We saw Cam Newton showing, hey, you can get the – you can – get the job done in the pocket, but also being mobile. We see, you know, Marcus Mariota saying, you know, I'm just not a mobile quarterback that can run. I can also throw the ball. So, like you said, we're continuously seeing the development at the court, the evolution at the quarterback position, which is, you know, which is a great thing uh, to see. We're here joined on the, sure. two, on the Total Sports Live podcast here with 2016 NFL draft prospect quarterback Will Arndt from Western Connecticut State University, the home of the Colonials here on the podcast. Now, well, when you sit back and have a chance, you know, during the season, you know, watching film and now in the off season as you get prepared for the NFL in the next level, uh, what would you say is uh, your strengths and weakness? What is that one strength that you really, you know, that you really, you know, take pride in? And what is that one weakness that you say, you know what, this might be a weakness right now, but if I keep on working on it, then it's going to become one of my bigger strengths down the road. Sure, yeah. Um, well, I'll start. I start with strengths. Uh, I think my biggest strength is just. Uh, it's very, it's very cliche, but my uh, my passion for the game. So you know, with that comes a lot of different things that you that I try and bring to the table. Uh, and that's you know, in terms of preparation, I'm a film junkie. Um, I'm a weight room guy. Uh, I love I love getting out, throwing the ball, whatever I can, and uh, you know anything that I can do to better myself and my team. I I feel like that's my biggest strength. You know whether it's being a good teammate or uh, preparing harder than anyone that I can, or getting the weight room and getting my body right the way I need to. Um, I think that would be my biggest strength in terms of just my, my passion and, and preparation. Uh, my biggest weakness, you know, that's a good question. Um, um. That's a that's a great question. You know, I I I always look at the things that I when I evaluate myself on film, I always say maybe if there's something I mess up, whether it's being more firm in the pocket, um, having mm-hmm. better footwork, or uh, maybe having more velocity in the ball when I need to, or more touch. You know, I always I always try to look at things and break down my film and see maybe what I don't do well that week, and try and improve on it the next week. So I guess that I guess my weaknesses, I guess. Um, depending on how the games go and, and how my offseason going, so I always try to evaluate myself to be my biggest critic. That's actually a, that's actually a, that's actually a good that's actually a great another great answer. I mean, starting with the passion thing, you know, like you said, it might sound cliche, but as we see in any professional league, especially in NFL, we see you know guys just don't have the passion for it anymore, and they get involved in other stuff, and you know, yep. it just totally down spirals from there. So you know. Treating it, what I can get from that is kind of like, you know, I have the passion for the game, and I'm treating this as my job. This is my job. I'm coming here every day to get in the office. I'm coming in here to work. I'm coming in here to put in the work. I'm coming here to put in the hours, train, and et cetera, be the first one here and be the last one out type of yep. uh, type of guy. And then, like you said, with your weaknesses, which I think is a very good thing that you said, you know, you take it, you go by week-by-week basis, like you're saying, you know, I see I did X, Y, and Z wrong. Okay, I'm going to now try to fix those things to go into next week so we can try to get so I can get better. But ultimately, if I get better, then I help the team be better and we can get to a victory. So both of those just excellent, uh, excellent responses. And 
you had the chance to, and a lot of, and and this is a very special. You had a chance to uh, play in a, uh, had a chance to uh, play in an All Star game. If I'm not mistaken, you had the chance yep. to uh, be in, participate in the FCS Bowl, which has really became really big in the uh, last couple in the in the past couple of years. The FCS Bowl, the National Bowl, the Dream Bowl, uh, Tropic Bowl. All these bowls are becoming big for now. The small school guys to get on the radar. Uh, talk about that experience being able to uh, play in the FCS Bowl with you know so many different guys from across the nation, all different levels, and being able to showcase your talent in front of, you know, NFL personnel and, you know, CFL, AFL, MLFB, just all the personnel in the in the game of football being able to show you, showcase yourself there. Yeah, you know, what what an experience that was, man. Um, I mean, it was uh, down in Miami, Florida, you know, at a great facility uh, at FIU, Florida International. And, uh, you know, that, that it was an early bowl game. I think it was like uh, December, like, 14th or something like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, to go down there from from right out of the season and and play football with some of the, some of the great small school guys and some of the big schools down there, um, and to, to play with them uh, from guys all over the country was awesome. And then, you know, to be in front of uh, NFL scouts, I think there was about fifteen when we were down there. And you know, as we were practicing, a lot of the scouts got in, uh, got in contact with me and they were talking to me. And you know, so. That really opened my eyes to the, uh, you know, what I need to get done this offseason because, you know, there's a chance that, you know, guys have been interested in me and, you know, it all it takes is one one guy to uh, want you on his team. So, um, you know, that really pushed me from, an, uh, from, from the start to have a great offseason and, uh, and to start this process of uh, going to the next level. No, you're right about that. I've heard nothing. You haven't been the only player that I've heard from about the FCS Bowl. A lot of players have said it was a great experience, you know, getting to play with, you know, all different, you know, types of talent, like you said, from all over the country, uh, different levels, and, you know, getting to go down, to, uh, especially in December, getting to go from Connecticut to Miami is not, not, is not is, that's pretty good, too. I mean, not much warmer weather. <laughs> Much warmer weather than uh, snowstorms or uh, thirty or thirty degree weather in Connecticut. So it's a it's a good exchange, and you definitely you know it's a learning experience, but it's a great learning experience because you get the you know you get other you get NFL eyes on you, and they're able to tell you, well, hey, I like you doing, I like when you do this, or you know, you gotta work, you need to you know work on this. But it just yeah, to hear that exactly. from them is like it gives you that it gives you that motivation to you know keep on going. Yep, definitely, and that, and you know, talking to scouts, they would, you know, I'd come talk, they'd come, uh, ask me to come over, and talk to them after practice, and they would say, you know, you're doing this, uh, you're doing this well, but going forward, this is what we're gonna want to see out of you, and work on this, and so it was a, to, to hear, get some feedback directly from them is obviously great, and then you know, playing with guys from higher levels and big schools and things like that, and you know, to feel the game speed and get comfortable with it is always encouraging, and then. uh you know, there's guys I made friends with down there that I'm following their process um, moving forward, so I stay, stay in touch with them. So, you know, it was overall just a great experience. It definitely was. And, and then later on in the show, we're going to talk about you participating in the regional combine, which is another experience that you have. We're going to talk about that as, uh, as well. But, but harping back to uh, this season in your career at Western Connecticut State, what who would you say was the toughest player or toughest team that you had to go against over your four years at Western Connecticut State? 
<laughs> That's a good question. Uh, you know, um, the toughest teams I played, uh, I played a lot of tough teams My as I was a freshman and a sophomore playing in the uh, the NJAC, the New Jersey Athletic Conference. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether I mean, I played against some guys that were NFL prospects that were at there was Keene University my my sophomore year. Or that was the first year with the, the coaching staff I have now. Or Cortland State my freshman year was a good football team. Or or the teams that I played the last two years with Framingham State. There was a, the conference champs we've always been chasing. They've had some great players and great defenses. Um, so you know I've, I've played some some good teams over the years with some great athletes. Um, so those guys were always always presented the biggest challenge. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to differentiate because you know, I, as I as I grew as a player, um, things changed. It became easier as I got as I became uh, older in my uh, football career. But um, you know, Framingham or Cortland or Keene, as I was a uh, underclassman. So no, you're uh, again definitely you know the you like you said you played uh, all different teams and you uh, got to got to see it. So you know the. It was a it was a great challenge for all four years, and I forgot to mention when we we're talking about the about the uh, FCS bowl, there have been a few guys. Well, not going to feel a lot of guys, but definitely got in, uh, some NFL opportunities. People that have been following the podcast for a little bit, we had three guys on last year who played in the FCS and national bowls, and definitely got their chance at NFL opportunities from the smallest school level. So it can definitely uh, it can definitely happen. Just a few more questions for you, Will, on the podcast. Really appreciate you uh, coming on again. For anybody that don't know, we're oh, talking man. with 2016 NFL draft prospect West, uh, quarterback, Will Arm from Western Connecticut State University. If you don't know, uh, Will has a lot of athletes next to his name. He was named a 2015 fall MASCAC All-Academic Team. I don't know, with the New England Football Writers Association gold helmet two times this season. And uh, against in his final game of the senior year against Westville State, the Colonials won 63 to 42. Will had an outstanding game, 30 to 41, uh, uh, 397 passing yards and seven TDs, breaking a score record. Pretty uh, great, pretty uh, great game. Talk. Let's actually talk about that last game. Talk about that last game. I mean, talk about a high-scoring affair there, 63 63-42. Uh, talk about that game. You know, coming into it as your final game. Talk about that and, you know, and going out on a high note. The team gets a W, and in the process, you break the school record with seven passing touchdowns. Yeah, very emotional night. Uh, obviously, being senior night, last game at home in front of our fans. Uh, you know, so I, I didn't want to go out with any regrets. Um, prepared as hard as I could that week and and uh, played as hard as I could. And, uh, you know, to um, I didn't even realize that I had broken the record and I was doing well, but uh, we needed to score points. and. You know, to throw seven touchdown passes in my last game was awesome. It was uh, a memory I'll share with a lot of my teammates for a long time, and uh, um, it was it was real cool. To, you know, the school wrote an article about about me saying Will Arm going out in style, so I had a lot of support from my school and and kind of just I guess honoring me in uh, my last game of my career there. So I, I really appreciate everything from my school and my teammates to go out like that. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, it was a emotional time, and you know I went to LaSalle. We didn't have football, so it was kind of bad. But you know, I went to LaSalle. Senior day is always emotion. Senior day, senior night is always emotional night for the seniors because it's the last time 
you're suiting up with your uh, teammates. And like you said, you didn't even know you broke the record. You was kind of like Steph Perry from last night. You were just in the zone. Uh-huh. You just didn't know. <laughs> you just didn't know the record was broken. And then afterwards, like, hey, well, he broke the record. You're just like, oh, really? I didn't know. I was just yep. in the zone. It's just, just one of those games. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Uh, the last, I mean, you know, with that seven touchdowns, I actually, that game also, I think I, I that game, I also broke the yards in a career record. And yeah. touchdown passes and a career record in that game. So, you know, it's to see all that, uh, you know, come come into fruition and go in the record books. Uh, my last game was awesome. It definitely was, and that definitely helped propel you to bigger and better things. And let's talk about that. You recently, a couple of weeks ago, had a chance to participate in the Arizona Regional Combine. And for a lot of people who don't know, this is a this is a really uh, – this is a really huge event, you know. It's, it's, it's just as big as the NFL Combine. People that don't know, it's just as big as the NFL Scouting Combine. Just just happens all over the country in so many different locations. I know it was Houston, uh, Baltimore was just yesterday. Arizona was uh, last week, I believe, or the week before was one and two. And then we got New Orleans and Minnesota coming up. So this is a really huge event. NFL Network profiled the, what happens at the regional combines and the undrafted series. Uh, not this not this season, but last season. So, so well, talk about the experience being at the NFL Regional Combine, playing with so many, playing, you know, going against and competing against guys that are not only from, you know, the D two D three, the D two D three, FCS level, but you were someone you were competing against some quarterbacks that were, you know, D one quarterbacks. You know, talk about that experience and being able to, you know, being able to participate in a regional combine. Yeah, another awesome experience. Um, you know, uh, going in with the first—I was the first guy to go in. The quarterbacks went in to do our, our drills first, and uh, the first thing we get called in, I got NFL Network cameras in my face, uh, and, and I'm walking in t- talking to Mike Berkovici from Arizona State. Um, so you know, right off the bat, it was a—it uh, was a big time experience, and uh, you know, I. It was a great learning experience for going forward for my pro day. Uh, I feel like I performed well. There were things that I wish I might uh, would have done better. Um, obviously, just kind of being a critic of myself, but uh, I feel like I went out there and had a good outing, you know. And and moving forward, you know, where you played, um, you know, that's 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 all relevant to you know how you put yourself down as a player. But you know, it's uh, the level, um, the field of play is all level now. You know, we're all trying to get to the next level, so um, all you can do is try and get better. No, you're right. You're, again, right about that. It's all about getting better. And like you said, there's things that you did well there, and there's things that you can, once again, what has been a constant theme of this, you know, there's things that you can take from it and work on it for the next opportunities that come along. And, you know, let's talk about that. What else is in store for your offseason? Because I have to know it's going to get busier from here. We're about to hit March. The, the, the NFL draft journey grind is about to get, it's about to get real, real fast. So, uh, yep. Talk about what you got coming up next, uh, pro days and et cetera. Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Last night uh, I had a workout with the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the CFL team um, down in New Jersey. Uh, it was a late workout, and I didn't get back to Connecticut until 3 o'clock this morning. I was up <laughs> at 7, went to, the, went to the gym, and then I got on the phone with, uh, with an agent. I'm working on signing with an agent right now. Um, and now here I am on the podcast, you know, things are crazy, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and then moving forward, I got a pro day at Fordham university. 
March 10th, and uh, I'm working on potentially getting into another pro day, but as of right now, um, that's in less than two weeks, so, you know, I'm just preparing the best I can, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you're definitely the grind is real, and like you said, you got back to Connecticut at 3 a.m. and now you're on the podcast. You just it's like you're doing the press run. <laughs> if you were at the at the at the NFL Combine, just hey, I'm here. What's up? What you need me to talk about? It's definitely <laughs> a great opportunity last night to be able to talk, be able to work out for Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the CFL. People don't know Saskatchewan's a pretty good squad up there, and I think it's in Western Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Western Canada uh, yep. got a couple of. They had a lot. They had. They were really at the quarterback position. Was really rotating a lot of young guys in there. Uh, Tino Sanceri from Pittsburgh. Um, who else? Brett Smith from Wyoming. Keith Price of Washington. So definitely yep. a great opportunity to be able to uh, work together, work out with them. And then you got your pro day coming up in a couple of weeks at Fordham. Fordham was a pretty good uh, school. This was a pretty good team this year in the uh, FCS ring, so there's definitely going to be some definitely going to be some scouts there to take a look at what they provide and what Will can do too. So it's going to be it's going to be great to see what you can do uh, there at your pro day. And a um, couple more questions here as our list as our listeners always like us to ask this ask these questions uh, to our um, prospect uh, to our NFL draft prospect interviews that we do. Um, what is your motivation when it comes to the game of football? What is your motivation that keeps you going? Right now, through this draft journey, and you know, or during the, or during the uh, or during the season, what was that motivation that just said, you know, I can't give up, I can't give up, I can't give up, and you get to the SDS Bowl and you're front of NFL personnel and the regional combine. What keeps you going uh, throughout this process? Yeah, um, you know, I think that comes from a number of different places. I mean, at all, if it comes from the right place, you know, it, it always should be self-driven. Um, you know, it, it, I don't think that, you know, it's accomplished anything in life that, you know, proving other people is wrong is great, but, you know, it, uh, you should really be doing it for yourself and uh, for your passion. Um, for me, that's the biggest reason. I, I, I love the game of football. Um, you know, I uh, I try and uh, put everything in my life towards it. Um, and, I mean, like I said, everything's self-driven, you know, uh, but that's really it, man. I uh, it's, it's a dream of mine since I've been a little kid, and um, you know, to to be in this position has been great. And I'm just trying to maximize my opportunities. Again, you're right about that. To have the dream, you know, the dream is about to be a realization, and you know, the dream is like I said, it's starting to become a reality. Going through the different steps, you know, finishing your senior year, going out on going out on a W, playing in the FCS Bowl, regional combine, a workout late last night in New Jersey to get home all the way to Connecticut at 3 a.m., pro day coming up. You know, it's all working towards the bigger and greater goal and the passion that you have for the game and, you know, what, you, what you've been working towards your whole life and wanting to be an NFL quarterback since you were little. It all, you know, it all culminates to, to hopefully some big things uh, this up, this up, this upcoming spring. And final question I have for you today is: If I was an NFL GM or a CFL GM, if I was one of the two, or if they were listening to this podcast right now, um, what would you, if you had to tell them why they should select you for their team, what would you tell them? You know, I, I have a lot to offer. Um, you know, I, I'm going to continue to get better. Um, I'm going to bring it every single day. Um, like I said, I have a passion for winning. 
Um, and, I mean, I'm a young guy. I'm 22 years old. I'm going to continue to get better. I'm going to continue to grow. And, um, you know, my passion for the game and winning and being a great teammate is something that I feel like can help the franchise win. And and um, that's really it, man. I, I like to bring all positive aspects as a, as a teammate and a quarterback, and I'll continue to get better. If I was a GM of one of the an NFL or CFL, I would definitely – uh, once you're on my team, just based off that answer alone, the ultimate team player that works hard, that's going to give his 100% effort all the time, along with, like I say, the stats and the tape, don't lie, there's, you know, there's something there, and it's obviously shown that there's something there, especially after the opportunity you have received in these last few months. There is something there. Uh, Will, I really appreciate you coming on once again to the uh, Total Sports Live podcast. Uh, pre- podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, can't wait to see where your journey uh, ends up and where you end up playing. It's definitely going to be fun. Uh, any last uh, words you'd like to say to our listeners out there that will be tuning into this later on? No, man. Uh, hopefully you guys will be hearing from me. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my, my tail off and, uh, and you know, and do my best, and uh, I'll be in contact with you, and I, I really appreciate you having me on. No problem. Definitely. We appreciate you coming on again to the Total Sports Live podcast. That's going to wrap it up, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, for me and Will, everybody, have a great rest of your Sunday, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Everybody have a good one. All right. Thank you.